Hello, Character Arc listeners. Welcome to Character Arcana, our monthly Dungeons & Dragons play podcast. I'm your Dungeon Master, Richard Bertelson, and joining me today is Ted Hong. I'm Doug Saucepots, ex-shadow hand tiefling, now adventurer cook, desperately trying to save his adopted sister. And also joining me, Nick Slick. Mendel Sands. All by himself, because everyone else left him and royally fucked. <laughs> and also, also joining me, Abby Bryington. Alabaster Chernobyl, Keeper of Copernicus, and mine is the blood of the dragon. So, previously, let us not forget that the fallen angel Zariel is seeking to escape the prison plane of Pandemonium and claim the material realm as her own. But the sacred totems, of which our party has two, strengthen the veil between the planes. I got mine first. (laughs) He did indeed. Yet her power grows the more conflict exists on the material plane. As such, our party was sent to Darendale to unmask a mole within the Paladin army in hopes of preventing a war between the Paladins and the Drow Legion. Meanwhile, Phaedric and Jeff went across the lake to meet Daedalus and try to prevent the war from that side. The party infiltrated Lord Commander Richter's birthday bash, but things soon went to shit. Doug (laughs) learned that Lilith has his long-lost adoptive sister Sandy as her thrall, and they both soon disappeared into the cathedral's underbelly. Doug was poisoned by tainted mead that was almost certainly meant to kill Richter. Alabaster got heavily harassed by the latrine police before finding a way (laughs) with Doug into a guarded door to follow Lilith and Sandy. Down below, Doug spoke aloud an infernal symbol marked mysteriously in the kitchen cellars, and before our two heroes opened a mysterious dark cavern. All the while, Mendel continued the investigation up top. He schmoozed a paladin general named Pudicio that was very supportive of Richter's place as Lord Commander of the Paladins, but it wasn't long before Richter completely blew Mendel's cover as he was so excited to see his old drinking buddy. This caused High Century Carrick to demand the immediate execution of Mendel, but Mendel was tentatively protected by Richter and the Paladins. And here we are. And here we are. So we are going to start up in the main hall of the cathedral. Um, we did already roll initiative at the oh, end of the last oh. game. Um, I'm glad you don't remember because I listened to the recording to make sure that I knew what your initiative roll was. Mendel rolled a seven. Oh, oh, damn. Of course I did. I was really, you know, I've had a lot to drink this evening, and they caught me off guard with the name calling, even though it's my real name, but it's not, even because my Gokhard. Carrick did already use his turn. He went first, and he used his turn to blow the horn to call the other Sentinels. So Carrick does not go first in this game. Richter does. Mendel looks over at Richter. He says, Wait, be- before we start start this fight, just just listen. There's someone else here that is that is trying to to cause harm, and it's 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 not Carrick. I mean, do you know who it is? Uh, um, um, you gotta bro it out. I'm just gonna mend One of your generals is evil. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, roll a persuasion check. So a, a twenty-one. Um, he believes you, and he starts looking around. The only general in this room at the moment is Padicio. Actually, that's not true. There's a general behind him. Richter looks deep in your eyes. <laughs> Mendel stares back just as deeply. And he goes, bro, seriously? Seriously. And he looks over to Padicio. Padicio, I'm sorry, but I, I, uh, I, I have to think. And he casts... Hold monster. Um, both of them are currently incapacitated. Oh snap! Influencer. Mendel does like a, a like a fist pump, and he goes, "Yeah, that's my friend. That's my <laughs> that's my drinking buddy, <laughs> and the leader of the Paladin Order." But my drinking buddy first. Richter is a goofball but he's Lord Commander of the Paladins. He is not weak. (laughs) (laughs) That makes it one of the, that makes it the only uh, Sentinel Guard in the room's turn, because it is just one Sentinel Guard and Carrick, and Carrick is already gone. So this guard is going to attack Mendel, of course. Of course. He rolled a 24. (gasps) 
that would normally hit Mendel. Oh, what are you doing? But Mendel is going to use a reaction to cast Shield and go up to 25 AC. Okay, okay. Uh, he does get a second attack, so he's going to do that. But you're still plus 5 AC, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. And he misses. Yes! All right, so then that makes it Padicio's turn. Padicio says, my sentinel brother, please, while, while he's trying to attack him. There's there's much more at stake here than than your your uh, pride. <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> words, <laughs> meaningful words. Welcome to my life. <laughs> also, that is my part brother of... was on that team, man. <laughs> you killed him. I technically didn't kill them. Because they beat me! I know. <laughs> Sheds a tear as he says that. <laughs> it's true. Phaedric killed him. <laughs> that makes it Padicio's turn, so Padicio needs to make a saving throw to see if he can get out of Richter's spell. He rolled a nat 20, so Padicio gets out of the, um, the hold spell, and... He's very confused. Um, Lord Commander, why, why, why did you do that? Pinocchio, I, uh, you might be evil. <laughs> I, I only wish to serve you, Lord Commander. I, I would never betray you. Prove it. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Pedicio attacks the guard. The Sentinel. The Sentinel guard, yes. Nobody has actually hit anybody with anything yet until well, now. you're in luck. He missed. <laughs> <laughs> Does this prove it, my liege? <laughs> Lunge. <laughs> Thrust. Uh, Richter says, no, man, I'm really, look, 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 I'm really confused right now. I'm just trying to, like, I'm trying to not have a war, all right? Um, except for the other war, uh, which I, we should probably get to, like, any minute now, so this has to kind of get wrapped up, all right? Um, <laughs> that does make it Mendel's turn. Mendel, at the start of your turn, I want you to roll f to see if something happens. It's just a raw d20 roll. I am on a roll at the moment. That was another nat 19. Okay, um... It happens. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well then, wouldn't be the first time. You hear something kind of like streaking against the uh, the stained glass windows behind the dais where uh, Richter's throne was, and you see shadows. Oh, on what the... is that god awful noise? <laughs> you see shadows descend like people rappelling down. Uh, on ghosts! Road. There are more ghosts! <laughs> Shadow people! Mendel cast Word of Radiance. No, <laughs> <laughs> um, they pull back. There's three. There's three shadows um, on three tall stained glass windows at the back at the end of the, the cathedral. And they kind of swing back. They swing in. They shatter the stained glass. And they jump down onto the dais. Um, you see Thedric, Daedalus, and another dro captain. Um, and Thedric says, Mendel, I've succeeded. I've prevented the war. How are you guys doing? And he looks around. <laughs> oh. We were um, about to start another war. So if we could go for a, a good solid 2-0 and o today, that'd be great. We are starting combat, though, so it's your turn. Uh, so you do Mendel, have to... You don't have to do something, but you can do something. Mendel turns to highest entry Carrick, and he says, an emissary of the of the Order of the Blue Flame is here. And they are trying to purposely cause this to happen to fuel the power of an evil deity. And as a sentinel, as a, as a servant of Helm, the god of protection, you and our group are charged with protecting this realm from evil. This city is my charge. And these fucking paladins need to get out. I don't care what they do. He looks over to Richter and he says, why couldn't you have just drank the poisoned fucking mead? God damn it. Mendel uses a bonus action. I guess it's time for an ass kicking. And he casts Crusader's Mantle. 
Okay. Uh, which puts a an aura around him. 1d4 radiant damage. Uh, 1d4 radiant damage, yes. An extra. When anyone does a, a weapon attack. Spell. <laughs> <laughs> Mendel throws his hand up and he says, Get him, boys. And he snaps. <laughs> <laughs> he just snaps twice. <laughs> That ends that round, and now flooding in through the front door are the sentinels that Carrick called, and it is an additional ten sentinels. Oh. I rolled I rolled the dice for that, and peanuts. <laughs> you should see how fast the other three died. <laughs> I just asked Thadric. I was I was asleep. I I was just so bored. <laughs> Yeah, that time when you died. <laughs> ah, no, I, I don't remember it, because I, I may have been unconscious in a way that remember, may have looked like dying. Remember when I laid on hands you? I touched you? You, you? you did. You touched me. You, real woke up, you really woke up. I mean, he looks over to Dalis. He really woke up. <laughs> half. I half woke up. Daedalus goes, are we fighting? And <laughs> I forgot all about Yes, yes, Daedalus. Show some, some, some enthusiasm here. We cut down now into the cellar of the kitchen where Doug and Alabaster, you guys activated this infernal glyph um, before you opened a dark passageway. What you see, because you guys both have dark vision, so you can see down the passageway, it seems a little unreal. Like, this does not... You did not just, this isn't just like a hallway hidden. Um, you see this massive cavern that's rocky on all sides. It's like, it's round. There's not like a clear place. It's not like it's flat on the ground. It's like just a round thing. It's jagged and rocky, but it's, it doesn't have a clear floor or ceiling. Um, and it extends out up and to the right and to the left and to down. Like it's just this winding, seemingly endless caverns. And you feel a rushing wind come off, come out of it towards you guys. And deep within, you hear... <laughs> <laughs> so you're in a giant rectum and you just got yeah. farted on. <laughs> Though the wind, is, the wind is consistent. I mean, the gusts coming, like, like strengthen and weaken, but the wind is consistent. It seems to almost be repelling you. It has like a methane um, smell to it. And... <laughs> um, one of them can ask me questions about it. You can't. Can uh, Does it smell like? But what you guys? <laughs> oh my God. What you guys hear deep within the cave, other than the endless howling of the wind, is <gasps> squeaks. Squeaks, come here. You don't see him directly in front of you, but um, Copernicus does pop out of Alabaster's cleavage and go. Squeaks, all of my uh, voice. Copernicus's eyes start to flicker, and he starts going, meow, meow. What? What? <laughs> and he starts to fly forward. Copernicus, get your dragon. Can't I grab him by the so tail? I'm so mad if you guys get my familiar killed. <laughs> <laughs> There's only one familiar that matters here. Yeah, uh, squeaks. You want to try to grab him? Yeah. Um, He... He, he teleports forward as you had to reach for him. <gasps> no! Fuck. Fucking dragons. Doug We've runs. Totally, that's not a cheap trick. We've totally established you can do that in previous episodes. <laughs> Doug runs towards the squeaks. <clears throat> Doug runs Wherever. towards the squeak sounds. Yeah. Squeak sounds. Um, as fast as he can. So, Doug, you step in. So, 30 feet. I'll say. <laughs> I mean, we're not in combat, so you can run forward. But I will. But. <laughs> But I will say that by the time you get about 30 feet in, mm -hmm. um, you actually can see Squeaks. He's still a little way ahead of you. He seems a little tired, but he knows that like, he's, he's, because he knows you guys are there. He could, he could like smell you and he can see he you sense. now. Is he still um, wearing his shelmet? Um, <laughs> <laughs> the puka shell. Yeah, like that. <laughs> yeah. The shelmet. Uh, he's holding its shattered remains in his hand. <gasps> Fuck. Uh, Doug, if you turn oh, back, boy. you can't see the kitchen cellar anymore. Okay. It looks like there's just endless caves in all directions. Alabaster but, uh, yeah. must use divine sense. Okay. 
<laughs> off the fucking charts. Um, Positive or negative here? The purest and most intense of evils you have ever felt using evil. this ability. <laughs> evil? <laughs> My god. It's just enshrouding everything. I mean, it is, it is like, as a paladin who has, in, who has engaged this, this ability you have, you have never felt such evil. It almost hurts you. Can I grab Doug by the tail? He's too far away at this point, and you guys are kind of in different dimensions right now. You have oh, to shit. step forward. You just went for it, huh, Doug? As Doug moves forward, he kind of vanishes. Like, you can see the cave, but you don't see him after a second, after he runs in. Like Nightcrawler. Yeah. You just did exactly. that, didn't He kind you? of just dissolves Bamf. in Bamf. the wind. Bam. Bam. As the howling winds come through, he just kind of dissolves in it. Bam. Can I just stick the tip of my javelin in there? Uh-huh. My trident. Just okay. the tip, though. Just the tip. As you stick this ancient totem meant to strengthen the... Oh, no! Meant to strengthen the veil between the different planes of existence, the wind redirects away from you. You push it forward instead of at you. I don't want to go in. You don't have to. Copernicus went in. Fuck. Doug went in. He heard squeaks in there. You'd better save squeaks. I mean, Doug. Doug and squeaks. (laughs) (laughs) That's where I stop. (sighs) What you gonna do, Alabaster? I'll, I'll just leap in. Okay. So you kind of jump in. And do you see Doug ahead of you? If you also, if you were to look behind you, all you see is more caverns. You, I will still tell you, like your divine sense, like I will let you know that you you are straight up in a different plane of existence. You are somewhere else. I feel it. You are not on the material realm anymore. We're high as fuck. We're high <laughs> as fuck. <laughs> no, you're not. Doug, did you want to? Do that? <laughs> No, we're not. <laughs> Correction. No, we're not. Uh, Squeak seems a little ragged, and he looks up at you guys, and he kind of waves you forward, and he goes, like, he wants you guys to come come with him. But he only sees me right now, right? Well, now, now the Alabaster's oh, alabaster here. here. Okay, okay, great. I want to I inspect Squeaks to see if he's okay, because, I mean, if his shelmet is shattered, <laughs> okay, I'm going to want to see that he's okay. Give me a medicine check. Oh, or those. animal handling, either one you want. I to don't do. have any of those. Oh, see, I'm rolling really shitty rolls right now. It's a five. Oh, he looks fine. Oh, <laughs> that's not good. <laughs> Doug's like, it's still a squirrel, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Doug taps him on the head. Damn it, Doug. Um, uh, so looking forward, like you see that there's a bunch of different ways this, this cavern spirals in a bunch of different directions. Squeak seems to try to like wave at you, like move a little forward and look back at you. Like he's, he's showing you a direction he would like for you guys to go. Copernicus is still seems a little weird. Copernicus's eyes kind of keep flickering white and Copernicus does occasionally like seem to be a little confused. It almost seems like, well, now roll me a perception check to see how much more I guess you guys can kind of figure out about it. But Copernicus is not a self. You can tell Both that. of us? I rolled an out one. Two good squirrels right here. <laughs> I got a 12. Okay, good. That's better, far better than what I got. Copernicus is not right. You know that Copernicus isn't right, and you're not really sure why. Or you can't tell more than that. So Copernicus and Squeaks, Copernicus is kind of just going. Like every once in a while, he kind of flickers. In existence, like the white, the the, oh, the, the eyes. white okay. eyes, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like okay. he comes back and then he kind of goes back into his white eyes and keeps going. Okay. Um, but Squeaks very much wants you guys to follow him. Copernicus is not really sure what's going on. Uh, not is, signaling to you. guys. Are there any other paths around? Yes, there's. They're just least, like there's multiple. like they they spiral like they, like we're in an ant farm. Yes, they're just kind yes. of. Yes, I'll uh, lead with yeah. my trident. All right, well, Alabaster, if you're going first, uh, you can take point. I'll, I'll be right here. We'll, yeah. s- we'll slowly follow Squeaks. Um, Squeaks scrambles along, continuously like looking back, making sure you guys are following. The caverns sort of twist and turn, and as you guys are walking, you start to realize that the way that you're moving doesn't really make logical sense, meaning the cavern just kind of starts going up and then back, or like... Like a roller coaster loop, but you're still gravitationally just walking fine. Like it's mo- you guys are walking on the ceiling, and then 
it curves around again. You guys would be walking on the wall. And it comes up over this, this particular peak where you guys can't see what's beyond it. And Squeaks runs up to the top, looks back at you guys, very tiredly chirps, and Copernicus goes over the hill, dips under out of view, but Squeaks waits for you guys. Um, I assume you guys go up to it and just kind of peek over. And over the hill you see fighting against a raging wind is a very large tiefling woman. She has blood red raven wings and a massive sword of fire and a massive whip of fire and a halo of flames. Um, Man, she get she got wings. Damn, <laughs> where are my wings? Right. Doug looks at his back. <laughs> <laughs> Doug she, is very underwhelming now. <laughs> she lets out a, a horrendous shriek. <laughs> Bone chilling. I am almost ascendant to the material plane. You guys can probably gather from what you've heard here and there. This is the fallen angel, Zariel. I will remind you guys briefly that uh, the witch described to you back in episode three uh, that she was once a ruler of the plane of Avernus, a plane of hell. Um, she was dethroned by Bale. Bale then cast her into Pandemonium, a prison realm. You guys can probably gather that you are in Pandemonium, the prison realm. You know that the more conflict exists because of other things that everyone has told you, that the veil between the planes weakens and that she may be able to enter the material plane so long as enough conflict permeates. But you guys also know that the totems can fight against that. Hence, Alabaster's totem forcing the wind in a certain direction. Oh, to her instead of against yes. us. Yes. Ah, dope. I am the only one without a totem. Capern and then Doug, Doug's totem appears. No. <laughs> Doug does not have a totem yet. Um, in time, maybe. Uh, you see something glinting in the distance. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was here, right next to the prison. <laughs> Copernicus flies forward. Uh, his eyes turn just completely white. He's no longer flicking in and out of this stage. And stepping from the left is a figure in a cloak. You guys can't tell who it is, and Copernicus lands on his shoulders. Can I use perception? I look further into the cloak. <laughs> <laughs> I, I stare Peek. deeply into the back of his head. <laughs> Through his brain. He opens his little, he peeks his, his trench coat. <laughs> and into a mirror that's in front of him so that I can see his face. Medusa. Roll me a nat 20 on history and I'll give you some information. Uh, fuck. <laughs> on the you cloak. got this. It has to be a nat 20 though. It can't you be got this. It's just the cloak. Because all you got is a cloak. One out of 20. Come no. on. <laughs> no. <laughs> but that's fine because for now we're going back upstairs. Oh. Mendel. We're back to me. The most important part of the story. We're starting the round <laughs> over again. So it's Carrick's turn. <laughs> you son of a bitch. You really mean to tell me that you're going to betray your sacred oath to Helm? Look what they did to Helm's chapel. This cathedral was a, a beacon for Helm, a monument to Helm's glory. They've turned it into a beer hall. I happen to kind of think that's pretty cool. And if Helm were here, he would probably be second best because I would beat him. But regardless... Helm would not stand idly by while the forces of evil are trying to destroy the realm. Carrick attacks you. God damn it. Oh, shit. <laughs> Carrick rolled a 19. My AC is 20. Carrick gets three attacks. <laughs> Since when? Carrick rolled a nat 20. Oh. <laughs> shield. <laughs> he rolled a nat 20. Go, go, gadget, shield. So he hits no matter what. Oh, God damn it. That's a right. nat 20 oh, is a hit no matter what. Man. Also, he gets plus 9 to attack, so he rolled a 29. Damn it. Whoa. <laughs> I mean, you shouldn't necessarily know that, but there it is. He would hit you. <laughs> um, so then he deals. Tis a flesh wound. <laughs> Tis only a flesh wound. <laughs> what? You've got no arms He deals left. 14 damage to Mendel. <laughs> oh! You, that did not hurt. Carrick swings a third time and 24. 
Mendel will cast shield. Okay. Uh, and and bump up to twenty five uh, for the for the rest of this round. And then it is Richter's turn. Here's what I'm say Mendel do. shields a middle finger. Well, like the shield has a middle finger on it. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, Carrick. <laughs> I'm imagining like Green Lantern, kind of <laughs> basically <laughs> projection. Yeah. I'm gonna do this because there are now ten Sentinel guards, and really there's there's also at least that many Paladins and the generals and stuff and our new party members. I'm gonna siphon off a decent number of these people as just fighting to the side. That we're I'm not gonna roll ten attack rolls for Sentinel guards because they're just fighting other Paladins is what we'll say. The only time the other characters will come into play is if you try to move, I will roll to see if someone gets an attack of opportunity on you because there is a full battle broken out between a bunch of paladins and Thadric and Tudro and at this point, 12 sentinels. Richter is going to attack the guard. He's gonna try to kill the sentinel guard that's with Carrick. Of his two attacks, he hits once and he deals 13 damage to the guard. And then it's Padicio's turn. Padicio is going to roll for something special. Don't miss again, Pinocchio, or you'll never be a real boy. Padicio rolled a perception check, and he does seem to... He seems shook by something. He seems distracted. Um, he looks around, and he starts to run towards the front. He's going to make his movement speed, um, which is going to get him... Only about a third away. This is a pretty big cathedral. You guys are by the, the dais. He's going to make his way about a third of the way towards the front door. And that makes it Mendel's turn. Mendel, your totem starts to shake. You you don't really know why, but Squeaks. you feel it. Squeaks is in danger. <laughs> <laughs> I can feel it in my, my puka shells. Mendel sees Pinocchio running for the door. Where do you think you're going, you little, little, tiny man? <laughs> little wooden boy. And Mendel's going to run forward as far as he can. How close does that get me? Probably five feet away. You guys were pretty close to each other. I mean, he was kind of on the other side, so maybe 10 feet away. Maybe 10 feet away, yeah. And can I misty step and then on top of him and try to just grapple him? Sure. Mendel closes his eyes and thinks really hard. <laughs> uses the the headband of Misty Step. <laughs> and you just appear like right on his shoulders essentially and you tackle you try to tackle him to the ground and hold him. Um he rolled a 17 plus 3. Oh, strength check. Strength that, check. Have you said we're yeah. doing. Come on. Strength check checked. I got an 18. Damn it. He managed to break free of your grapple so you don't have a hold of him. The slippery bastard. He must have eaten oily foods. Greasy oily foods. Um, they seep out of your pores, man. You guys see that uh, Phaedric is battling a couple sentinels. He shouts over to Richter, These guys are ready to talk. Uh, peace, Richter. Yeah, that's, that's great, dude. Uh, but uh, we kind of got to just mop the floor with these dudes. Um, I don't know what that means for this city, but uh, I don't care. If if the Dro help us out of this mess, then um, fine, fine. We'll, we'll, we'll talk about whatever they want. And peace out of convenience. <laughs> <laughs> and then we go back into the realm of pandemonium alabaster and doug copernicus lands on the shoulder of this cloaked figure it steps forward towards zariel it holds out a hand i know this i know who it is and copernicus starts to glows as if power is building inside of Copernicus and building and building almost it's a bomb <clears throat> like it... <laughs> <laughs> you wouldn't be wrong as far as like the sense of the instability you can kind of feel and see in this power that's growing and the cloaked figure holds out their hand and this energy twists out of Copernicus and shoots forward towards Zariel and pierces right through her, and she dies right there. Her flames are extinguished. Uh, what? Uh, is Copernicus dead? 
Um, no, never. <laughs> wishful thinking. And this this angel that seems so scary and intense and full of fiery hatred becomes just a dead tiefling on the ground. And the cloaked figure turns around and goes, well, hello, guys. It's Percival. I knew it. Because <gasps> why else would Copernicus go over? Thank you guys for for preventing her from entering this realm, the material realm. I've hunted her for a long time. It was my duty to make sure that she could do no more harm to any planes that did not belong to her. I put her here and I thought she would stay here, but she found a way. Luckily, you guys got the totems, not all of them, but you were able to fend her off long enough until I could come here and enter. And he looks over to Copernicus and he goes, Copernicus, it's time. And Copernicus goes, and kind of looks down. Copernicus, we had a deal. Don't listen to him, Copernicus. And he holds up a hand, his fingers contort, and he sucks the remaining power Wait, out of Copernicus. No! Copernicus starts to seize, and Percival starts to contort. His, his bones start to crack and grow and rip out of his shoulders, and his cloak falls off. Fur and muscle and horns form. He becomes a 12-foot-tall minotaur. Do my eyes deceive me? <laughs> A minotaur. I am Bale, the king of hell, and the material realm is now mine. And he swings a morning star at you guys, but <laughs> yes, Doug throws a dagger at his face. <laughs> okay, um, is Copernicus is Copernicus Roll. dead now? Copernicus is lifeless on the floor, as far as you can tell. You cannot. Copernicus isn't moving. That means nothing. You must feel so, so sad. <laughs> He's that just sleeping. Nothing. He's sleeping right now. Bale, this giant minotaur, thunders towards you guys, lifts his lifts his giant morning star, and Doug throws a dagger. Everyone roll initiative. Come on. Come on, come on. Come <gasps> okay, okay. That's, that, that's, that's good. That's good. Well, it looks like a seven, but it's a one. It's a one. <laughs> So, Fuck. Doug, what you... <laughs> I Fuck. rolled an 18 plus 10, so 28. Doug does indeed go first. Wink. Doug, you're, throwing the, you're just going to throw the dagger? Or yeah, you... I'm trying to judge the situation right now. The situation uh, is that a devil just appeared just in appeared, front of you. And... and we're down one man right now, so... Uh, you better He throws squeak. the dagger at his face in an attempt to either blind or distract him. I mean, roll an attack roll first. Okay. Nah, that's probably not going to get anything. It's a seven. Seven? No. (laughs) (laughs) Nope. (laughs) It bounces off his eyeball like metal. (laughs) And he just seems angrier. He could have had you. Minotaur rage. He could have had you miss, but he went there. (laughs) But wait, I get a second action, right? Like the beginning of the Superman movie where Superman gets shot in the eyeball with the bullet. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. You get a a second attack because you're kind of dual wielding. Yeah. Um, You don't get a second full action, though, but you do have have cunning action, which allows you to do some certain things. Okay, idea. I'm going to use cunning action. Okay. Can't, although, wait, before I do, can I grab Squeaks? You can. um, Squeaks is running over towards Copernicus and he would never <laughs> actually we've established that they have a little bit of a so you grab a hold you 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 grab a hold of squeaks but squeaks is trying to reach like like squeaks really wants to get to Copernicus right but you have him in a hand right just one fell swoop okay uh, in can I do all that while hiding? You want to try to hide? Yeah. Okay. Finding um, some rocks. There's yeah. There's not a lot around. I'm, you're gonna have to roll a stealth check against his perception oh, to make sure that it. you've effectively Bother. hid. It's a sixteen. You are effectively hidden behind some collection of rocks. 
I do John Cena's You Can't See Me <laughs> and I disappear. Damn. Doug, <laughs> Doug lifts up a rock and puts it in front of his face. And uh, Bale's like, vanishes. Where'd she go? <laughs> and um, Bale turns his rage over to Alabaster, but he swings his very large morning star down on Frederick. <laughs> oh, shit. Not Gimpy. My Gimpy. He hits. Does he get advantage because he's chained in place? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. What does he have against Gimp? He deals 34 damage and instantly kills Frederick. Because he hit him right in the dick. I needed him. He essentially crushes this. I needed gnome him for things. With, with his morning star. Oh, my God. Oh, man. You hate to see it. <laughs> but Mendel wishes he could be there to see it. <laughs> what a waste. Alabaster, it's your turn. Now you're just holding this leash with this, like, just meat sack crushed on the ground. I'll get another one. I'll get another one. There was a plan. That's what you say, Alabaster, <laughs> your divine sense is going nuts. You don't even have to use it. Right. This is very, very bad. <laughs> I acknowledge. <laughs> mm -hmm. I acknowledge. <laughs> I want to ice him with my breath. Constitution saving throw. Constitution. Oh. What's the DC? Sixteen. Sixteen. Okay. He rolled a fourteen, so roll ice breath damage. <laughs> six, right? That's what, that was that face. Was it a six? Okay. Is it's a five plus a four? It's nine. He's resistant to cold. Oh. How? So he takes five damage. Poke him right in the, the devil dick. Can't I throw all my javelins? At once? You can yeah. throw a javelin at him if you want. Oh. Let's, let's do the trident then. Okay. Ten. That does not hit. That definitely. Yeah, I figured. I mean, he's a naked devil, right? I mean. No, he does have armor. And your trident just pings off of it and kind of... You kind of shake all over. Somewhere in the distance, Mendel's just disappointed for some reason. Just frustration. <laughs> he just feels it. But yeah, Mendel just feels disappointed. <sighs> Doug, how far am I from him? I, I did I just put up the rock in front of him and just <laughs> you just you just <laughs> and I'm standing right in front of him. <laughs> just <laughs> I mean, yeah, you're within you're within five to ten feet of him for sure. Okay. Can I can I share a word with Squeaks? Squeaks, go get Mendel, and can I toss him oh. as not an action? Oh. <laughs> Some somewhere somewhere out in the distance, Mendel at the same time thinks, "Damn it, Doug!" and he's slightly proud at the same time. <laughs> you can toss him. You can't toss him to Mendel. <laughs> like, like a football, a hail mary. Okay, so you tell Squeaks to go get yeah, um, get Mendel. Do we Mendel? Because um, he should he should be able to sense how to get back. Yeah, I think that's fair. I I have no problem with that because he came to go get you guys. Mm -hmm. That's fine. So you let him you let him go essentially yeah. is what you do. Yeah. You don't throw. I, <laughs> I don't know. I think he needs that boost. <laughs> All right, you throw squeaks. <laughs> um, he looks back again at Copernicus and he looks over at Alabaster and he motions towards Copernicus and he goes and then Squeaks runs back towards you presume how you get into this place. Godspeed. Okay, so in this case I will appear in front of Bale and yell pocket sand and you, throw you, <laughs> you put the rock down and you <laughs> yell pocket sand. First I, I put the rock down. <laughs> And then Oh I... shit! <laughs> There's a demon here. <laughs> so <laughs> Bale does the thing where like one leg goes up, like like he saw a mouse. Like <laughs> <laughs> a little tiny lesser demon. <laughs> uh, I use a uh, dust of sneezing and choking. Okay, uh, what do oh, what do I have to do for that? Uh, we both have to roll. I uh, think probably Alabaster does too. Is she within distance? How? What's the distance? It's thirty. 
Yeah. Oh, shit. I'm sorry. <laughs> she just swung at him. So if he's oh, in distance, <laughs> she's in distance. All right. You have to. We all have to roll above a fifth. Well, hold on. I'm going to read this real quick. When you use an action to throw a handful of the dust into the air, you and each creature that needs to breathe within 30 feet of you must, must succeed a DC 15. Come on. I'm turning. I'm turning the wheel here. Oh, actually, I need to go this way. Shut yeah! Your, shut your face. Hang on. <gasps> she, she good. She good. Nick, <laughs> Nick, tell me when to stop. I'm too afraid. Alabaster breathes in the dust. <laughs> and but it just kind of enjoys good. it a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> Tickles. No. No. Well, that's I'm fault. choking on my own. <laughs> <laughs> Doug is the only one choking. Damn it. Wait a second. Wait a second. Okay. I like to imagine that Doug, like, like threw it up, but he, he failed at 16. One yeah, point. Straight up. Yeah. <laughs> he went straight up. Wait. <laughs> so what happens to Doug? <laughs> Doug drops to the ground, choking and sneezing. Uh, no, no, wait, wait. I, I have, I have an aura of protection. Plus so, four to saving throw. Yes. She's right. She's yes. right. You get. Uh, Alabaster has aura protection. You can add four to your saving throw. Do you pass it then? Yeah. Plus, yeah. Plus Hold four? On. Plus, so the additional, right? So yeah. she gives you a plus four I for have, whatever your so total is. I have a ten plus two. And if she you gets pass it, it then. Oh, okay. Oh Alabaster's aura of protection saves you. The wind hey. pushes the dust into my face, but the aura just like, just this thin veil. All right, <laughs> Alabaster. <laughs> I got a 19, by the like way. Like a, a, thin, a thin veil of magic dragon scales covers his face. <laughs> All right, Alabaster, you stopped Doug from killing himself. <laughs> Let's not try that again. <laughs> Just somewhere in the distance. Damn it, Doug. <laughs> that makes it Bale's turn. Bale is going to... Wait. Disengage. Cutting action. Because that's the only action I took. Cunning. Okay. So cunning. Lincoln. Cunning link. <laughs> so disengage means you mean disengage means you I'm can get away. an attack of opportunity uh, if you move. Yeah. So then that usually is followed by you moving as far away as you can. Yeah, I assume. That's what I'm going to do. Okay, so you move 30 feet away from him. Yep. Okay. Well, but let's not say the full 30. Let's say 20. So uh, Doug uses a disengage as a bonus action because he's a rogue, and has cunning action, and then he moves 20 feet away. He um, he finds another rock. <laughs> another <pebble>. stalagmite. <laughs> I just hide it in front Bale of my face. just lumbers forward like a fucking minotaur. <laughs> and he chases after Doug and he attacks Doug. <laughs> oh, fuck. Oh, <laughs> Does he do that like anime thing where he just like bursts through a couple of like the stone like pillars or whatever? Oh, absolutely. Fifteen? Like... Oh, that's exactly what it is. So he hits. Damn. Or does he miss? <laughs> the weakest damage. Sounded like a lot of dice. Yeah, it did. I don't think my chance is at least three or four. Ah, <laughs> oh, fuck. He deals 56 damage to Doug. Okay, that was more than four. Whoa! That fucks me up completely. Okay, well, I'm dead at this point. <laughs> no, not really. No, well, I mean, unless you save me, but I was only at 52 and he did 56. <gasps> Oh, God. So what you're saying is you're only negative four? Yeah. <laughs> Crushes Doug, and Doug goes down. Alabaster, it's your turn. Alabaster. Me. Everything's going to be fixed. Lay on claws. <laughs> you move up to... Uh, you move up scales. to... Lay on scales. <laughs> Alabaster moves up to Doug, and... I caress his ankles. <laughs> Caresses his ankles? Just some ankle um, action. Do you, how much of your lay on hands do you use? If our listeners could just see what Abby just did. <laughs> <laughs> you can see Decisions. where her fingers went. <laughs> so, my cankling gives Doug 35 lay on claws. Doug pops up. He's conscious again. <gasps> Back up to Mendel. <laughs> it's Carrick's turn. Are my puka shells rattling? Your totem and your necklace are going nuts. What is this? What does it feel like Squeaks is in danger? And Phaedra goes, What the shit? It begins to, out of the broken stained glass windows where they entered, begins to rain blood. 
Um, the sky is a red hue. By the way, I saw it in my peripheral vision that Ted realized he can take half damage. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> as long as he uses uncanny, uncanny dodge. dodge. <laughs> oh, that's not good. The paladins are all like, they all kind of like shudder, like some, some darkness has permeated their, their holiness, and Carrick doesn't give a shit, and he attacks Mendel. That is a twenty-two. Mendel will again cast shield with the middle finger. Okay, so he uses his second attack. Your AC is what now? 25. 25. He misses again. He rolls in at 20. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> 19 damage. Mendel goes, oh, you hit like a bitch. <laughs> Keep digging your grave. Um, it's Richter's turn. Richter looks at the blood rain and is like, guys, this is really fucked up. I, I think we need to get the... F I think we need to get out of here. And... He looks over at, actually, both Carrick and the guard, and he holds a hand out. A pillar of flame ignites from the floor and starts to move towards them. Burn, baby, burn. Burn, baby, They are going to make dexterity saving <laughs> throws. You essentially have a tornado of fire erupt out of the ground. I fell into a burning ring of fire. Went down, down, down. And they did the both flames fail. Flames flying higher. And they both take 16 damage. So Richter ignites a column of flames, scorches both Carrick and the guard. The guard's pretty fucking hurt. This is the first time Carrick's actually taken any damage. He scoffs at it. Uh, and that makes it Padicio's turn. Padicio runs. Oh, burn! <laughs> <laughs> um, Richter goes and gives you a high five. <laughs> He goes, ow, your hand is still hot. <laughs> Mendel takes five fire damage. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no. uh, that makes it Pedicio's turn. Pedicio runs half of the remaining distance between here and the front door. And you he, coward! <laughs> and he Get shouts, back here! And he shouts, this this isn't what's supposed to happen. This, this is something else. This isn't her. This isn't what's supposed to happen. You little scummy bitch, it was you all along. <laughs> scummy. I knew it. Your, your nose just kept getting longer and longer, Pinocchio. You lying sack of shit. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm the Order of the Blue Flame, everyone. Don't give a fuck because I think my god's dead because this isn't her. And he continues to run. Uh, Mendel, it's your turn. Um, Mendel... <laughs> <laughs> Puts a dig to his throat and gets louder. Uh, <laughs> Mendel casts thaumaturgy. Yeah. <laughs> Mendel casts thaumaturgy and he goes, Brothers, sisters, paladins, guardians of the realm of men and worshippers of Helm. There are terrible things. Look, look above you at the, the blood raining from the sky. This is exactly what I told you earlier. We need to band together in this moment because... This is the end of days. Daedalus looks at the blood rain and goes, I mean, it's not good. <laughs> uh, make, a, make a perception check, or not perception, uh, make a persuasion check at, uh, at advantage. 18. The paladins sort of tentatively like lower their weapons as the sentinels are kind of attacking them, and the sentinels kind of gauge the room and also slow and stop fighting. What about Carrick? Carrick is glaring out at the blood rain, and he does pause. He stops fighting. Mendel looks at, at Carrick, and he says, whatever, whatever you have against me, we can settle this later. Right now, something, something is afoot. Fine. That blue but I want them out of this city. That that little gentleman and that will. just ran away, he just confessed that he was part of the Blue Flame, the Order of the Blue Flame. Have you heard of the Order of the Blue Flame? Of course, they're, they're a dumb cult that just worships some stupid idea that, that a new god will take the realm. Well, he just ran away. 
saying that they resurrected something that wasn't their god. Then what are we dealing with? Mendel just shrugs his shoulders. <laughs> I've literally told you everything I know. <laughs> Phaedric time chimes in. I've been studying this for ever since I left the Paladins. Richard's like, dude, you deserted? <laughs> no. All right. Uh, <laughs> and Phaedric says, it can only be Bail. The one who cast her out of Avernus to begin with. That means this plane has been breached. Mendel chuckles to himself. It's, <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs> it's too late for this city. We must get out now. You, Mendel, you guys must find the third totem. Up in the mountains with the dwarves. Oh, it's God our damn only it. I hate short people. hope at this point. <laughs> Roll. Oh, I guess if I've got to, you're gonna really owe me for this one. You want like a, like, you want me to like be your personal trainer, like get you into shape, or? Oh, <laughs> that's tight. That's tight. Oh, uh, I mean, I don't think you can get any better shape than the best. <laughs> but <laughs> you know, there is always room to improve, but not for me. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go up to the mountains, but I first I have to find I have to find Doug and Alabaster. Roll a pure luck check. Hey yo. I mean that's at the twelve. It's better than ten. Twelve <laughs> wins a pure luck check. Squeaks comes out of the kitchen. Yeah. And Squeaks! He just he's clearly been running so hard and he collapses on the floor. He's conscious, he's just like breathing and like he falls on the floor. Mendel immediately runs to him crying. <laughs> What is that? <laughs> That's in slow squeaking. Squeaks! <laughs> I was so worried about you. He's he's squeezing Squeaks up against his cheek a little too hard. Uh, Squeaks kind of pushes on you, but just so he can get on your shoulder. And he goes, he he makes these frantic motions. He, he does this big like lumbering motion, like he's playing charades, putting putting his hands up in the air, and he tries to make a little swing, and then he makes a motion of. Of him grabbing his chest and falling over like he's dead. When you ritual and cast something, what does that mean? Ritual cast means you don't use the spell slot, but that's because you usually take a very long time to cast it, like an hour. Okay, damn it. Yeah. Okay. Because <laughs> I can I can cast Speak with Animals, but it's only as a ritual spell oh, casting. Oh, it is? <laughs> um, so that is... That is That'll uh, take some time. So, okay, so and then he points, he points at the door. Okay, ring... Dead, dead ring, ring of dead. <laughs> Two words, three door. swords. Through the door, there is a ring of death. <laughs> um, Squeaks just like tugs on your ear, and then he he scrambles down to your arm, and he, he tugs on your arm, and then he scrambles over to the the kitchen door. Mendel runs after Squeaks. All right, um, Richter goes, uh, dudes, dudes, uh, uh, evacuate the people, and all the pal all the like regular paladins go out and uh, into the city. And Richter and Thadric and Daedalus all follow Mendel into the kitchen. And Squeaks just leads you down into where the opening is, where the wind is howling, and you open up into the caves, and... God, there's so much canned corn down here. What the fuck? <laughs> You're welcome. You should can. You should bottle or Mendel bottle. picks up one in his bag. Yeah, <laughs> should pocket a can. Just, just in case. <laughs> Richard's like, I, I, when we took over the uh, the cathedral, I, 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 I was asking like, can you, can you distill corn into alcohol? Um, the monks are working on it. They're working on it. Oh yeah, no, no. That's, that's, uh, it sounds like a wonderful idea. Mendel puts another can. In Priority number one. Um, <laughs> is it alcoholic corn? Is it? Thadrick <laughs> uh, <Thedra> goes. <laughs> <laughs> what? What? It's, it's just, you know, it's purely experimental. Like when I laid on hands on you. <laughs> You know, again, only, only half, half. <laughs> Mendel, I Mendel, presume you guys Mendel go. runs through the doorway. I presume you guys go into <laughs> where <laughs> Okay, so Mendel, 
you you follow Squeaks through the winding caves, up on the walls and over the ceiling and everything like that. Um, the my wind totem is, still rattling. Oh, even more intensely than ever before. Uh, it also kind of bends the wind around you, so like you meet no resistance against the wind. And Mendel just thinks that's him. The wind just can't bear to touch my might. Richter looks over to Dealus. He's my friend. <laughs> <laughs> Daedalus looks, I do not care. <laughs> you come across the ridge. You see a fairly wounded but alive Doug. Alabaster seems all right. Uh, there is a Copernicus in the back and a giant fucking Minotaur swinging wildly at them. Mendel, roll initiative. And I will fit you into the order and we will go back Is Alabaster cradling me? Yes. No, oh, she's tickling your ankles. Uh, 21 <laughs> on initiative. 21. Believe it or not, even despite how good that is, you still go after Doug and Bale. Well, goddammit. <laughs> it's Doug's turn. Wait, what is Alabaster doing to me? She's just kind of like uh, massaging, rubbing, tickling your ankles. I My believe. ankles yes. specifically? That's what she said. My sweet spot. I only have eyes for your ankles, Doug. My sweet spot. How did you know? <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> um, Is that divine sense, baby? No. <laughs> that, that one woman thought it was his horns, but really it was his ankles. <laughs> Very strong ankles. <laughs> <laughs> Doug rolled Doug's toes. <laughs> Doug's feet. Just, <laughs> just to flex the ankles. <laughs> Mendel walks in on. <laughs> hey! Gives you guys the thumbs up. Yeah. <laughs> I can leave. We can all leave. It's like a, a thing here. I mean... I mean, I don't know if we can fully take on this behemoth. Mendel hears you say that to her. He says, have no fear. Mendel is here. <laughs> I don't even have whatever you guys have. Well, I think we gotta run away is the case and try to keep this guy in here. I don't like until it. But we should retreat. He fucking smashed me. But hold on, let me retract that statement. He fucking destroyed me. <laughs> Is that better? Yeah. <laughs> he fucking ravaged me. <laughs> no, um, no, he killed me. That was um, I saw the other side for a second until you brought me back. I don't, I don't think we can do this right now. So I have. N uh, 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 uh. Then I will cast darkness. Okay. Around his head. His I head, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's a demon, Doug. He probably has night vision. Don't shut your mouth, Mendel. But the night vision doesn't work for this. Actually, night vision usually does specifically say non-magical. Usually does the dark vision usually does specifically say it's not. It doesn't work on magical effects. Also. For what I'm seeing, weirdly enough, he doesn't even have dark vision. Huh. 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 Bonus points. <laughs> Bonus I points. Get inspiration. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The reason why he doesn't have dark vision is because he has what's called true vision, which allows him to see through magical effects. <laughs> oh my god. You just had to read that, didn't you? Up to 120 feet. So through your 15-foot thing. Well, your rogue is a bonus action. You can still run the fuck away. <laughs> I can, but I'd be leaving them behind, too. Uh, shit. You can go, Doug. Yeah, I think I'm going to. And I'll go. take care of go. some stuff. Am I able to find my way through the maze? No. Yes. Um, <laughs> but you know enough to know that either either Squeaks can guide you or someone, someone with a totem can guide you. I don't have Squeaks. I don't have a Squeaks or a totem. I... Jump to my feet and just make a mad dash to where Mendel just came from. He takes a swing at you as you try to dart away from him. Does a 26 hit. <laughs> well, I'm going to use Uncanny Dodge. Okay. <laughs> he, he'll, he deals 27 damage to you as you run away from him. I believe uh, you're just barely alive. I'm barely him. alive. So Can you... I activate, and I don't know if this will do anything, Hellish Rebuke? <laughs> you can, He's, yeah. yeah. He makes well, a saving throw? Yeah. <laughs> What's his, What's the saving throw uh, stat in uh, DC? Dexterity save Dexterity. is... Dexterity. He rolled a 20, not nat. Oh, not nat. 
So he'll take half damage. That's fire damage? Yeah. He's immune. Fuck me. <laughs> He's Satan. I am just completely... <laughs> as I run over to Mendel, I say, it's on you guys, and then he slashes me in the back. And I let out like a little bit of a spark that really does nothing. And can I land on Mendel? Sure. Okay. So hold on, you said 27? 27 damage. Yeah. So that leaves me with... Ooh, not a lot. Yeah, this is not a good day for me. But then that makes it Bale's actual turn. And he starts attacking Alabaster. Because she's the closest to him at the moment. Ugh. And... You smell like sulfur. <laughs> like a big fart. <laughs> yeah. He rolled a 20, not nat. A what? A 20, but it's not a natural 20, so... But we're tied. Which means he hits you, yeah. <laughs> oh. Mendel kind of just chuckles to himself. Like, I mean, God, I'm away for like five minutes and you guys just can't even... Can't even handle one minotaur. He deals 58 damage to Alabaster. Are you sure? I'm sure. Are you sure it's not 68 or like, <laughs> you know, Jesus Christ. 90. This world will be mine. Ah, whack a mole. He just starts smashing his hands. <laughs> it's a good visual. It is Mendel's turn. Oh, dear God. Wait, what's your, what's your HP right now? I'm at 18. Oh my god, you have such hot... Man. You, have the, you definitely I have, the have the lowest, lowest hit points. Yeah. Yeah. God, I mean, you have a paladin yeah. and a war priest. And a, yeah, agreed, yes. Does Mindle's Mindle thinking just hard, like... Thinking hard? <laughs> I'm looking at all steam. my spells to see if I have anything here that can help me. Just use everything. How far away is it from me to bail? Doug probably had to run his full speed to get to you, so 30 feet. Okay. Mendel looks at Doug and he puts Doug down on the ground gently and he goes, well, "That's nice of you." Head on a rock. Right he, he, he kind I thought of he was just gonna over. like let my body slide off. <laughs> he looks over at uh, at Alabaster, hurt and bleeding, and he he gives her a little wink, <laughs> and then he tightens his headband and he runs forward. Misty steps, grabs per grabs Copernicus. Misty steps back. Then he turns to, he turns back to Alabaster again. And he he goes, "Let's go, sweet thing." And he gives her another wink. Alabaster double winks at him, both eyes. Blinks. <laughs> <laughs> if that's what you want to call it. So you're you're pretty much back where you were, though. You right. just kind of ran forward, phased through existence, grabbed Copernicus, and phased back over to where the party's at. Alabaster, it's your turn. Let it go on the record that paladins don't just run. But in this case, I do find myself um, distracted by something in the distance. So I will so I will saunter away. Mendel is also distracted by that thing. Let, let the record show. <laughs> Alabaster literally says that. And, um, it's my whole turn. And Alabaster scampers off. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> yes. The rocks around you start to shake and rumble, and little winged clawed demons start to crawl out of them. And Doug, are these your siblings? Uh, distant cousins. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> they start to fly at you guys, and Richter steps forward and casts banishment on Bale. Bale disappears to the plane from whence he originally came. Oh, shit. And Richter... I mean, I was going to do that on my next turn, but, you know, I got I to gotta, I gotta worry about my friends first, you know, enemies later. And to do this, Richter had stepped forward, so he turns back to you guys. He's now between you guys and where Bale was, but he's holding his hand out, and he says, I gotta do this for one minute, guys. You guys, get out! Get out! And Thedric says, You guys have to go to the mountains up north. Escape the city. 
And you guys have free reign to run out of the caves. Mendel the hands... can guide you out, and Squeaks can guide you out. Mendel hands Copernicus to Alabaster. I found something that belongs to you. Thus begins the suckling. And the suckling begins. Commence suckling. Um, Squeaks also seems super, super excited. And, but not... He's excited that, that Copernicus is back. But he also looks at Mendel... Like, like he's he's waving his hands, like he has so much to tell you, and he just wishes you could understand him. Mendel gives him a thumbs up and a wink. <laughs> he says, later on, buddy, you and me, ritual, we'll do it. Uh, and then he turns to Richter. <laughs> Squeaks kind of turns away a little bit. <laughs> uh, and then Mendel turns to Richter, and he, he holds up a fist. He goes. It's been, it's been a real fun time, sir. Winds are blowing ever more intensely as the demons are rushing up, and Richter is holding one hand out against where, where Bale had been banished from. But he does turn to you and he goes, "Always, bro." And he gives you a fist bump as rocks start to shatter from the caves and the demons start to chase after you guys. But Richter holds ground and keeps them at bay. Mendel uh, picks up Squeaks and runs out. D- Doug yells back, don't die. <laughs> <laughs> but Thedric is with them, right? Yes, yes. Don't die. <laughs> Hide behind the stalagmites. Here's this rock that I hid behind. <laughs> <laughs> that will protect him. Thedric <laughs> takes it and bites it. <laughs> The sea monkeys at the docks. Get there quick. Jeff will Jeff will take you north. Doug runs out, just keeping a shame within. Wait, can't can't Alabaster leave Thadric something to protect himself? As you are as as Alabaster's running away, Thadric looks over to Alabaster. You start to feel something vibrate at the side of your armor. And Oh, there's your vibrator. You <laughs> looking for that? <laughs> you reach down and you find your shell phone, and Thadric winks. I'll be in touch, Ellie. <laughs> there's hope. Okay, I skip away. <laughs> Literally skipping. I frolic. <laughs> Onwards to the sea monkey. <laughs> Um, you guys all run out of the caves and the howling. You come up into the chapel. The chapel at this point, um, all the paladins have gone. Um, the sentinels have gone as well. You know the paladins were helping people evacuate per Richter's orders. You don't know exactly what the sentinels did, but they're not causing trouble, at least at this moment. Blood is raining. Fissures start to form. You guys make it towards the sea monkey, and that's where we'll end our session. Doug collapse. Shit. We're going to go ahead and say goodbye real quick, which is thank you guys so much for listening to Character Arcana, our monthly Dungeons & Dragons play podcast. Thank you, thank you. Um, Yeah. I have been your Dungeon Master, Richard Bertelson. Richard Bertelson. Learn Mm. your own name, Richard. Damn. And joining me was, in fact, Doug Saucepots. That's right. Also known as Richard Bertelson. Also, Mendel Sands. Uh, yeah, um, definitely Richard Bertelson. And Alabaster Chernobyl. Thank you very much, a.k.a. Richard Bertelson. <laughs> the real people playing those characters, by the way, was Ted Hong, Nick Slake, and Abby Bryington. Who's that? <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> no. Confusion. Confusion.